Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Doug Powell. I'm the president of AAVL, and uh, Danette Dixon is with me. She's going to be doing the, most of the facilitating today, but I want to welcome you to um, to. Uh, our, our uh, session on international travel and also let you know that we have lots of stuff on our website uh, for you to find out more about AAVL in case you're interested. And that is the website is www.aavl-blind-seniors.org. And so, Danette, why don't I turn it over to you, and you can uh, mm-hmm. introduce our uh, our uh, panelists, and then we can good. get going. All right, sounds good. You know, I do. If um, Melvin or Neha is in the audience, please raise your hand. Um, we had speakers from uh, Vienna and Spain, and Melvin is a Hadley, he did a, a Hadley travel podcast. And so we have about, welcome, um, Fiona. And why don't you little tell us a little bit about yourself, if you can unmute, please. Or is she still in the I- panel part? No, no I'm, I'm here. Sorry, I was just. Do you uh, do you have a video? Or we're not doing videos. We're just doing. No, we're not doing videos. No. Okay. So I'm Fiona. I'm in Girona, Spain, which is north of mm-hmm. Barcelona, and we run a sports hotel um, in Spain. So I can tell you about traveling to Spain. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, alrighty. So, um, Fiona, I do apologize, but you're our panelists because the other two didn't got mixed up on the time or something and you're it so <laughs> if you can <laughs> but and I highly appreciate you so if you can answer somebody's question then and I'll go then we'll go to the to the attendee side and they'll ask you questions too so yeah. this but it should be pretty interesting to learn about Spain yeah so here we go Wanting to get the most out of a travel trip, do you have any recommendations? Individually speak to where you're going and speak to individuals on the ground to find out what's available because it, Spain is re, has lots available, but it's absolutely terrible at making it obvious. And it drives me up the wall. So the town halls and things like that, they have no clue a lot of the time what's happening. So if you want to go to a particular hotel, call them up, find information out, chat to somebody. If they're not good, then find another place. I mean, there are really good family businesses here where people will really take their time to look after you. But you've got to find those people. Do your research. Yes. Yeah. Good advice. So, 
how is the okay. transportation like taxi apps and and trend and transportation public transport is public transport is fantastic the high-speed trains are amazing and they're getting better and better in europe all the time so i would take the train most of the time once you get to europe a week from here we're so barcelona to paris is six hours here to barcelona is 45 minutes um all the different train companies are spreading out so you can get French and Italian trains between Madrid and Barcelona and their prices are coming down. So it can be like 18 euros. So what, uh, $15, $20 from Madrid, Barcelona. Wow. So um, the train network in Europe is just getting better and better. Airports are usually out of the city. So then you have to get taxis in. Mm -hmm. Again, the taxis are well organized and have licenses, so they're generally good, but you have to make sure it's a proper taxi company because there's always people that are trying to make, you know, trying to rip off the tourists, trying to take advantage of people. Mm -hmm. So you, you can book a lot of um, companies in advance and also t hotels can normally organize your transfer for you as well from the airport. The airports are excellent. They have, um, when you the taxi takes you onto the stand, they have these big, I don't know, call them signs, but big boards that you press the button on and then they come out and you say, I'm here, I need, uh, you know, assist for somebody who can't see or I can't see. Then the airline sends somebody out or the um, airport sends somebody out and they collect you from the sidewalk you know, right outside the airport where the taxi drops you off and takes you all the way in and helps you through the whole process. So Spain mm -hmm. is really good at that. Mm -hmm. So there's no um, reason why blind people or people with not very good sight can't travel alone. We've had people mm -hmm. traveling alone. They're really looked after. The big problem is if you have to transfer between airports in Europe, and this is for anyone with any need assist. They're not very good at making sure you get to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a necessity. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a four hour layover, you may be just placed on a chair. Yeah. And wait. So make sure you're feisty and say, I need the bathroom now because you don't <laughs> want to be stuck on a chair waiting for somebody to come back to, you to take you onto the next flight. <laughs> Okay. Fiona, Doug, Fiona, how, want, how, yeah, how, how, how prevalent are Uber and Lyft in in uh, Spain? Not. Not okay. There's been hmm. a lot because taxi drivers have to pay a huge fee to be a taxi driver, mm -hmm. and the hmm. other thing is there's lots of people just in Europe ripping, um, taking advantage of people. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend going with official companies because in the end taxi. there's a set there's a set price that they taxi drivers have to charge. So it's mm -hmm. about it's 30 euros from Barcelona Airport, for example, to Barcelona Center. So they have to keep to the set fees. So know the set fees, ask the hotel what the set fees are, so you know and go with a company that you know just I mean, a bus between Barcelona um, Airport and Barcelona Centre is 10 euros. So 30 euros for a taxi is not mm -hmm. too much money. Mm -hmm. 
So again, do your research. <laughs> yeah, ask questions. People are willing mm -hmm. to help. You've just got to find the right people. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go to the next question. Okay. You, is go ahead, Doug. I was going to ask. You've said a couple of times, find the right people. What do you have recommendations for? Quote the right people. <laughs> you know how do how does somebody who doesn't have vision? How do we find who the right people are when we need help? Well, like we're that? on we're on like a responsible travel website um, that has a specific um, assisted division to it and so it's called responsible travel and that's how we get most of our people who require help so i would go through a travel website that works individually with people like we are all small family businesses here i've, I've noticed in europe the small family businesses will look after you the big corporations don't care so go for small family businesses who are really interested in looking after you. Mm -hmm. okay. well, so yeah, I can recommend responsibletravel.com. Mm -hmm. We're okay. on that website and we've been on that website for over 10 years. And so we oh, get wow. people that mm -hmm. um, we get just, uh, they just send us emails saying this person's looking for this. This is what they require. Can you look after them? Mm -hmm. So that would be responsible travel. Dot dot com. com okay yeah mm -hmm. they awesome. just deal with small companies in each location mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great and oh, i'm right. sure there are other similar websites but they specifically they got europe funding and other places got europe funding to deliberately um try and make more opportunities for the people that require more assistance to go on vacation there's also a web there's a company that i sent um danette that have been doing all these braille um sightseeing um maps for different um cities like barcelona and then also for going around the different exhibits or cathedrals or things like that so that there is there is stuff out there it's just finding it is, is that on say um the it's called punta punta dentus i am danette's got the website but that's just okay. a company that actually puts together stuff for companies if you get me okay so i had no idea there was all this stuff available in barcelona but i met these people who actually are a company that put together these things and they say oh yeah we've done this for barcelona town hall we've done this for this but then the town halls aren't very good at actually showing where you find that information so if i hadn't met the company that is putting the braille maps together i wouldn't know they existed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so, so I can put Danette in, in touch with that company or I can, you know, yeah. um, and then you can talk to them and find out. It's, you know, it's always these things is finding out how different co countries work. Mm -hmm. The right. EU right. is putting in a lot of funding for this sort of projects. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what about paperwork? Is paperwork very accessible, like traveling to different countries? How accessible is like 
like say you're traveling with with a guide dog or say you're traveling blind or is paperwork very accessible i'm not sure about actually coming um there's websites about bringing your animal with you Mm -hmm. um, certainly when you get here there's no problem about a guide dog anywhere everyone accepts guide dogs Mm -hmm. yeah but mm -hmm. actually coming into europe i think that would be on um countrywide websites i can have a look and find mm -hmm. out okay and... okay should, should you advise should you ask for a tour guide when different when visiting different uh, museums it's it's up to you so mm -hmm every sightseeing place here so for example i am not allowed to take you around if you're staying here i'm not allowed to take you around a designated site like the barcelona cathedral or the sagrida de familia or the forget salvador dali's you know i can't take you because you have to have a license to be a proper tour guide mm-hmm so it's then finding the right tour guides to take you. Whereas I can, I'm, we're licensed to take people sort of doing sporting activities. So then I can take you, you know, for a run or a hike around the countryside and do the natural stuff. But I can't mm -hmm. do a um, around a city because I don't have a license for that. So in Europe, mm -hmm. generally, people have to go to university for three, four years to get a certificate to take to be a guide. Mm -hmm. So, you what kind of activities do you do you do? Like, to, is this the website that that or the email that I saw that does um that tandem biking takes people around on tandem bikes? Yeah, so we do sporting oh. activities, cycling, mm -hmm. running, swimming, natural. We're an ecologic off-grid hotel, so we run on solar panels and we. Yeah, basically, it's enabling people, all ages, all abilities to get outdoors into the countryside and enjoy the wonderful countryside we have here. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, so for people of poor sight, it's lovely feeling the different textures and the fit smelling, you know, the different smells. Although sometimes when they're spraying the fields with um, pig poo, it's not such a good smell. <laughs> But, you know, at the moment we've got jasmine, we've got roses, the lilacs are flowering, you know. So it's all this sensory, enjoying the sensory aspect of nature. All the birds are singing, you know. That would be cool, yeah. It's better um, than sitting on a bus going by the olive olive uh, groves, right? Yeah. But we're, we're outdoors nature. There's the horse riding place just next to us. They take you on horses and take you on a trek and you can enjoy that. And they're also all qualified to take um, people of, you know, needing assistance. They've got that mm -hmm. um, license. So from people that even, you know, I'm just talking, you know, somebody in a wheelchair can also go with them. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You have... Kind of answer this next one. What kind of accommodations have you done in the past? Accommodations, as in how to look after people. For, for to like for a disabled person, like for people in a wheelchair or blind or yeah. So, 
um, as I told you, had this amazing, totally blind lady last year that wanted to do all the different amazing activities that I would find scary. So the local canyoning <laughs> company took her canyoning. So she's abseiling down a river waterfall. She's jumping into river pools. She did the whole lot. Um, she did kayaking. What else did she do? She went through, you know, this gorge as a, like a nature trail. You know, so she did and uh, went swimming in the lake. Um, so she had a week of doing sporting activities. We've had other people that haven't got the use of their legs and they swim, they go horse riding. Uh, we've had people on electric bikes that their legs don't work very well. Um, so they're on crutches, but then they can still bike. They just attach their feet to the pedals. Um and, you know, they have, you know, limited movements so they can get their quads mm -hmm. to move, but their lower legs don't work well. Um, what else? Yeah, just it's everybody has different abilities. So sometimes mm -hmm. actually the able-bodied people are a lot slower and not as fit as the less able-bodied people. So that would be that would be awesome to go tandem biking in Spain. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so. So, you know, what, what, whatever, you know, we arrange what everybody's different. So, yeah, we take mm -hmm. people as individuals, which I think is whatever ability, whatever age. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what kind of accessibility is on the online platforms? Is it, or is, or the websites, or the, is that very accessible? You know? Um, we just, most hotels here have to have at least two accessible bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the law. Mm -hmm. So, but always talk to them and make sure they're available and also make sure they're correct for you because the laws on exactly what you have to do, um, may not fit what you require. So we have two accessible, um, wheelchair accessible rooms and then we have other rooms for people on the ground floor as well and mm -hmm. our doors in the main building all are braille so people can know which numbers you know and we code the doors mm -hmm. for them. now do you have like a, a resort right we have a small family hotel which okay. with a pool a 25 meter pool and um, we do yoga every morning so it's all activity and we're in the countryside Mm -hmm. So when we had our call, uh, or just our introduction call, you were you were cooking, you were cooking the meal. Yeah, I just cooked. I finished just literally. My son was setting up Zoom while I'm finishing cooking the vegetarian option. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So oh, your family, your family runs this hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my um, with my husband, and then my two kids are now helping out. They're sixteen and eighteen. And we've also mm. got other workers as well. Mm -hmm. You sound Thanks. British in, in heritage, is that correct? Yeah, and we lived in San Diego for seven years. And then when we had kids, we moved back to Europe. Uh -huh. Okay. One more question. What are the advantages or disadvantages of traveling alone or in a group? 
I think if you're alone, you'll really get to experience the place. I mean, I'm of an individual or small group or family. That's how I like to travel because then I get to meet the real people on the ground. Mm-hmm. If you go in a big organized tour with like 50 people, you're not really good. You're going to meet, you're going to be friends with the people you're traveling with. You're not going to make those friendships with the people who are looking after you. Mm-hmm. So I know the lady that the, the, the people that have come to us have really enjoyed, like we did, uh, we had a local guy driving her around and looking after her and she really enjoyed that aspect. Um, so I think that's the thing. If you want to meet the local people, then a small group, even if there's three or four of you, um, I think that's that's really I think that's really lovely. Obviously, if you want to chat a lot and share the experience with a load of people and that works for you, then that's great as well. It depends what you want out of your trip. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last question would be. Which countries offer the most helpful accommodations for a blind individual travel? Um, I I can't answer that question. I can answer that Spain didn't used to be good, but with the European drive to make the whole of Europe much more accessible, um, it's really, really improved in the last four or five years. Um. So I think Europe as a whole is really putting effort into it, but I'm sure it just depends in individual areas. Uh-huh. All right. So that's the last of our questions. And I do appreciate kind of putting you on the spot, asking you many questions, well, not kind of, just putting you on the spot. And so as far as uh, uh, the attendees, um, you have any questions to about Spain for Viola? Um, feel free to raise your hand and even in Clubhouse, feel free to, we're going to take two in Zoom and two in Clubhouse. And Tori, do we have any hands raised? Well, first of all, before we get to hands, Doug, do you want to add anything? Doug, are you muted? I'm sorry, I'm here. I have I have no raise hand. Okay. Um, Tori, any hands in Zoom? Am yep. I unmuted now? Now you are, yes. Okay. Um, Fiona, I wanted to ask you, are you familiar with ONSE, which is an organization for blind and, and visually impaired folks in Spain? No, I'm not. So okay. that would be something to find out more about. Like They're, I said, it's not really not really talked about or helped. I find Spain a bit backward in the communication aspect of mm-hmm. that, that side of things i think they're mostly they actually i think they run a hotel in madrid and they also have a uh a museum in uh, uh that you can go to in madrid which has a bunch of different building european buildings from different countries um uh that you can touch so you know they're on they're on tables and and you can walk around and you can uh, you can touch them and and find out what they feel like, you know, how they're, so it's got the Sacra Familia and, uh, uh, you know, all, all sorts of uh, historic. Oh, I think they have one in uh, from, um, 
from uh, Israel. Um, you know, so it's, it's, as I said, it's all over Europe and uh, they, they have uh, these models, uh, scale models that you can, that you can actually touch. Yeah, I, I, he I heard about that one from this other company, which is setting up different things all over Spain. Uh -huh. So that's, I know it more from that angle, not right. the, if you get me, not that company. And that is the problem with Spain is it's really poor communication and they don't like collaboration just because of the old politics of Franco. <laughs> uh, yes. So it's really <laughs> difficult. Okay. Sorry. Before Doug unmuted, did I hear another voice? Milton or something? And that would be, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I think Tori said there, they, she did have some hands raised. Yes, okay. I did. Okay. Go ahead. First up is Scott. Hey, Scott. All right. Mention was made a while ago of paperwork. Can you talk a bit, a bit about how... Um, passports are gotten these days can you i mean can you apply for them online can you or and what's required to get a passport because i presume we still need passports to travel internationally that's correct um mm -hmm. i don't know fiona I, I i'm not sure you uh i'm not the best i mean i got my son an american passport uh -huh. <laughs> years ago yeah. We Most live there, <laughs> but I think it was a case of social security number, photos, and sending right. it in. Sending all it possibly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a little tighter now than it used to be. Um, but our daughter just uh, applied for uh, renewing her passport. The, the only, the biggest problem is that it takes a long time. So if you're planning a, a an international trip. Um, the, the passport well itself, <laughs> yes, the passport yeah. itself takes like 13 weeks, if I remember correctly, 12 or 13 weeks, uh, and you can pay to get it faster. And, uh, I heard this morning on the news here that, uh, some people have gone to their representatives and they might be able to scoot it through a little faster, but, um, you know, it, it, they do, I, what, from what I understand, they do a, a more thorough, uh, uh, check than they used to. Um, mm -hmm. before they issue the passport. So you definitely have to, uh, you definitely have to add some time to that. The other thing is that uh, I know sometimes you need a visa. You don't need one. Uh, I don't believe you need one from, for Spain. Um, my, uh, my, my wife and I, and this was in 1997, uh, went to France and lived there for a year. And so we had to get a visa uh, you know, a long-term visa uh, to, to, to spend like, you know, that long, you know, over three months. Usually, uh, usually you can get a, uh, a sightseeing, um, uh, you know, you can get into a country to, for sightseeing if uh, you're going to spend like three months or less. But if you're going to stay longer than that, you're probably going to need a visa. visa. Yeah. yeah. yeah All right. Thanks. Three months. And you can travel around Europe as long as you're into one country, you can travel around Europe, but you've okay. got that three month limit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tori, who's next? Margie. Thank you, Scott. Hey, Margie. You're still on mute, Margie. You should be able to unmute, Margie. 
there we go. Can <laughs> there you, you hear are. me now? Yes. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited about this program. Thank you for doing it. Spain is on my bucket list, so I want to learn a little bit more. I might well be traveling there by myself with just my guide dog. And um, kind of would like to know where I can contact someone to actually plan out a trip for like two weeks. And tandem biking would definitely be on my list. <laughs> Um, we can help you. It's just a case of um, the paperwork to get the dog into Europe. I don't know how that works. I, I can find out from the consulate. That's normally what I do when I travel abroad. Yep. Um, find out from the consulate. And, and just as an FYI, there was a report last night on passports. It's taking four to five months right now to get a passport. Mine, I just got it. So I'm good anytime I want to go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Danette, you're, are you going to share that website that she had? I'm at the gym, and I paused to do this. But um, are you going to share that website that she gave us, or her contact information? I can send it to the community. Perfect. That's it. Yeah, I want to plan out a whole trip. So I would love okay. to work with you to do that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And definitely, Margie, and, and for anybody else, I would say, generally, if you have, if you have someone you you know or have have found who uh, specializes in, um, uh, you know, knows the ropes of of uh, for people who are blind or who have uh, vision loss. Um, there are lots of travel agents and lots of tra travel agency companies out there right. who, who don't have a clue. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, no, I want to be put in touch with one that does. Yes, and I might it, even email ANSI to get some ideas. Yeah, um, unfortunately, not, I don't speak not. the language, so I hope that's not too big of a barrier. Huh? No, everyone speaks English. Almost everyone in travel <laughs> tourism speaks English. That's easy. All right. Oh, cool. Good. So, anybody Thank in Clubhouse, you. Brad? Thank you, Margie. Brad, Let's anybody see, in Clubhouse? I'll last check. We... Sorry. Go ahead. Nope, 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 no. No hands All on right. Clubhouse. All righty. And so we'll, also, we'll also try to get that information, um, uh, Fiona's uh, contact information and, and that information. Uh, uh, what was the name of the website you talked about? I also talked about responsibletravel.com. Responsible travel. Yeah. Right, right. Um, if we you can could put send that on that, our website, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can call them up and have a good chat. And they've got some really nice people who answer the phones that can give you, they do the whole world. So, and they really promoted um, assisted travel. Um, mm -hmm. a while back, I think about six years. There's best been European money basically to start um, really promoting it. So things uh, are improving. 11.34 a.m. Tori, mm -hmm. any hands? Yep, uh, 970 phone number is next. Hi, uh, this is Catherine. I'm really excited about this. I, I thought your ideas about what to do while you were in Spain sounded absolutely terrific. Um, is it based on um, how long you want to stay and what activities you want to do, or do you sell packages? Thank you. 
So we're just a small family company on the ground looking after people who come to this area of Spain. We just, so we meet people at the airport, you know, and do all that here. Um, if you go to other areas of Spain, there will be other people similar to us. So, um, and that's why Responsible Travel is good, because they can put you in touch with different individual people. Will we be able to get in touch with your company uh, yeah. specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm um, sure and you'll send that along? Yes, we'll have that on the website. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciated the talk. I'm excited now to <laughs> want to go to Spain. Thank you. Cool. Bye. All of Europe is really excellent. And traveling between different countries is getting easier and easier. So I think that's the thing is travel is becoming, I mean, Austria, my daughter did the train line through Austria and that works on time. It's, it's so much easier to travel now. And if you're alone, um, uh, uh, trains are definitely a, uh, a viable means of, 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 uh, of getting from place to, you know, from city to city and that kind of thing. Um, when we lived in France, we, uh, we were four, uh, you know, we were a family of four and it get, it was getting a little pricey for us to take the trains. Uh, we looked into it before we went and fortunately my wife is, is sighted. So we actually, uh, w when we went, you know, when we went to France for the whole year, we decided to bring our car over because it was going to be cheaper to travel the mm -hmm. four of us by car mm -hmm. than it was by train. But, um, you know, if it's, if it's just you or, you know, a couple, then train travel is definitely um, definitely a viable way of getting from place to place. And the prices are coming down because they've opened up. So it's not just French trains in France, Spanish trains in Spain. Like mm -hmm. I said, we've got Italian high-speed trains and French high-speed trains, which means there's competition, which means the prices are coming down. So nice. Do they still have, Fiona, do they still have like a, a Euro pass for, for the trains? Yeah, but a lot of those you can't necessarily go on the high-speed trains. Uh-huh. So they so, limit you. <laughs> Doug, I need you to take this van. I need to get some orange juice. It's sure. Low, so. Okay. Great. Um, so you were saying, okay, yeah. So uh, what? Uh, on another trip that my wife and I took to England, we, we did uh, just uh, Brit, Brit Rail Pass, they called it at that time. Yeah. I'd and, stay away from the UK on trains at the moment. I should have said that. Uh, the UK, they're having loads of train strikes. <laughs> Germany, about Germany too, right? Um, France had an issue, but they passed through the um, the change in retirement age. So that's passed now. So that's oh, okay, the good. that's over. But the UK is still having huge um problems with the trains hopefully it's been going on for over a year so hopefully it's going oh to be right soon. um but yeah the uk's more expensive the trains are more expensive and they just have certain days where they um strike and then mm. the trains don't run uh-huh do we have we any other have questions more. yeah go ahead tori rick is next okay um very very interesting um, my wife and I have traveled 
to Italy. Um, to, we have not been to Spain, though. We've been to France and, and, and Italy and kind of that area. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested in Spain. Now, I have a little bit of sight. My wife is total um the the when we've traveled we usually travel with her her sons who are who are sighted but of course when we went on our honeymoon it was it was by ourselves so you know we know you can travel by yourself in Europe it's just that we haven't done it lately um Spain sounds very accessible, though, and they, and they, it sounds like they're very accommodating. Um, Again, it depends on on the place, on the people, on the and the hotel. So okay. always contact where you're going first. Don't just mm-hmm. book a on Booking.com. Phone up the hotel that you want to stay at. Talk to the people on the ground and find out what they've got yeah. for you. right well i would go to that website that um that you mentioned and yeah. uh, work with them no, that was yeah then you'll get small family businesses where they want to look after you so yes exactly and i will say that i've been on a couple of international trips um with uh i, I did one with the uh, road scholar and I and we went to Spain. The first part of our trip was on a bus tour um, with um, I don't know. I think about thirty other people. Okay. And um, once you get uh, so people, you know, I I don't think any one person wants to be your you know your uh, PC you know your your uh, PCA your your personal exactly. care assistant, but. You know, if you show your willingness to, you know, to be, you know, being interested in get being able to get around and and uh, uh, other people uh, other than my wife, for example, um, were willing to, you know, take me off and and do different things if if uh, Carol and I wanted to do different things. So mm-hmm. um, uh, if you do get yourself on a tour, um, you have, and there is a a, a touring company who's i think he's not do he's not booking any travel right now he's from england called travelize mm-hmm. um and and he you know people i know lots of people who have t- taken his tours um they charge the uh the blind or or uh, sight you know sight impaired person a little bit more and they charge the uh sighted people a little less uh, but they, there's an understanding that they will help the, you know, help the blind people get around. So, um, but I, I don't think he's booking trips at the moment. Um, but I, I mm-hmm. think his, his uh, company is Travelize. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm just throwing out other options for people who, uh, who have not done international travel before. I guess um, the thing for me that would be um, a little leery, you had said that, you know, when you transfer from plane to plane, um, they just sit you down and, and, and um, you know, <laughs> riding for four hours. And then, you know, I'm 
gonna want to use something, whether it's the bathroom, whether it's going to get sure. something to eat, you know, something. So don't just sit me somewhere and have me wait for the next flight. <laughs> I'm sure. Just, I, I'm just saying some airlines, just to warn you, are like that. So yeah, really. just I mean, you can you can get you can get that in this country. So you know, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I came back for speed for light, and I was uh, I was standing at Dulles for uh, forty. No, there was something where I had to make a change, so I was I was under a time crunch, and mm -hmm. um, I stood at the gate at the arriving gate for forty five minutes before I got uh, before I was able to get a, a assistance you know, to my other plane and I barely made the other wow. plane. So, wow. I, you know, you know, so it's, that's, you know, it's probably no worse in, in Europe than it is here. Yeah. 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 You got to sure. be assertive, I guess, you know, you yeah. got yeah, right. to have right, a mouth on you. So do we have, let's see if we have any more questions. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Rich. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Tori. Do you have anyone in clubhouse first, Brad? Uh, no, okay. so no hands. Um, I'll let you know. I'll raise my hand or something if I do. Okay. It's kind of quiet over here. Okay. Well, we have Anisio. Anisio. Hey, Anisio. You should be able to unmute. Hi, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Doug and Annette. And good program. Uh, I am calling just to... Uh, Put in a plug for Portugal. Fiona keeps talking about the countries to the north of Spain. <laughs> I invite you to go south. <laughs> That's where I'm from. Yeah, Portugal is lovely as well. I was yes, saying thank you. Of and, it's and it's cheaper. I'm going to be there for three weeks in this summer, so I'm looking forward to it. But it's a good program, Annette. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. No, it's only that the train the train links to Portugal aren't as good. But if you fly directly into Portugal, it's no problem. There's good trains around Portugal. There's right. not trains. The train uh, with the pandemic stopped between Lisbon and Madrid. Oh, really? So, mm -hmm. uh, and they haven't restarted it yet because I was looking for other people. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. well, but yeah, we'll... so Portugal, Portugal's definitely cheaper. Then Spain and the food's lovely, and generally the people lovely. It, it's interesting because last time I was, last time we were there was before the pandemic in 2019, and I was surprised how many Spanish tourists there were in Portugal because I guess uh -huh. it's cheaper than Spain. <laughs> so anyway, but um, that, that I hope everybody gets to travel, and and I agree with you, Doug. It really it's no different than here. You know, it's all based on individual. Yeah people, personalities, and also your own self-advocacy skills. Making, yep, yeah. making yourself, yeah. making your needs known. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Yeah. Thank, thanks, you, thank you. Thank mm you. -hmm. Tori, who's Tori? next? We do not currently have any hands. Okay, what time is it? Sunset. Still got a quarter of, yeah. We got, we got like, okay. Okay, um, this has been good, and I kind of feel like we um, put Viona on the spot, and I do apologize, and but yeah. but you did really well. You you held it up. You did good. So. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thanks. Uh, so, uh, Fiona, have you have you set up 
for example, have you set up uh, for people to go from where you are uh, to, um, you know, to like uh, to uh, to uh, up in the Basque country or anything, any place like that? No, we haven't. We put them with another company. So we just say go to this other company. So we just look up um, um, somebody else. So we know other cycling companies along the Pyrenees. So we're part of a cycling, European cycling network. Oh, cool. So I do Zoom meetings with them um, once a month. So then, you know, you just say, oh, you know, and then I know what they look, you know, I know that they're nice people. They look after people. So that's that's what I'm saying. It's all about connections these days. And that's the great thing about Zoom is we've with the pandemic, we've all learned to use Zoom. Yes. And we're actually getting more connections out there. <laughs> more possibilities. So that's the good thing. So you or any of your family, do they have a disability? Um, well, it depends what you call disability that they, they, you know, <laughs> we all have different issues. I'm no, right. I can, I can see with one eye, so I'm okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I have poor balance. I can see with one eye. I've got this, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done Ironman. I'm not gonna. So my right. father's very disabled now. Mm -hmm. My mother's always been very badly sighted until she had her eyes done when she was what, 80 so then she could see again for the first, for mm -hmm. the first time in her life but right. well I, I asked that because uh, you run a hotel that, that and you do um <clears throat> like activities for like disabled people so i think we we didn't set out to run a hotel we set out to run a place where anyone could come and get uh mm -hmm their goals mm -hmm. so i wouldn't say we're a weird hotel in that we're not really a hotel per se it's people coming here to fulfill their dreams get fit mm -hmm. get healthy enjoy the beautiful countryside so we're not um we're yeah we're different it was a so, thing we wanted is it like to a bed and breakfast I suppose it's more like that than we do evening mm -hmm. dinner, but it's, yeah, it's like everybody, we meet them, we get, we find out their names, we carry their bags to the room. This is everybody. We make mm -hmm. sure that they have um, an activity holiday, an activity vacation. Sorry. That's my British. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's, it's, we didn't set up to do a hotel. We set up to do a place to bring people to have you know, a life change or have a, you know, experience. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. I noticed you slipped in that you did an Ironman. I also did one Ironman. Uh, <laughs> which, which one did you do? Oceanside, California. Uh-huh. <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a long time ago now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I did run up in, up in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, that one. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to do another one. I think everybody should. That's what we're on for. Everyone can experience and do whatever their goals are, whether it be an Ironman, whether it just be to just enjoy nature. And, a participant has enabled you know, closed captioning. Have a great week away. Who can see this transcript? Recording mm -hmm. on. Press the MD plus to open pop-up. Cool. Mm -hmm. Very good.
Mm-hmm. Annette, just so you know, you've got less than 10 minutes left. Okay. Any any hands? No. Any hands in Clubhouse? Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Um, all right. Um, Doug, I do apologize. Forgot. I forgot what we're doing next month. Me too. Well, what, let's see. This is... This is still April, so we're doing something in May. Yes. Um, what are we doing in May? Anisio, if you're still out there, do you remember what we're doing in May? <laughs> <laughs> we will figure this out. <laughs> yeah, poor Danette. Danette is our, our uh, event chair, and... Um, she, but she's been moving, so um, I think her, her date book got... Uh... <laughs> well, Anisio no. raised his hand, so I gave him permission to oh, talk. Oh, good. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember. You don't remember but, either. You know, it, it's, a, it's, a good, it's, a good reason, it's a good reason for everybody to stay, stay connected to the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, because then yep. you will, mm-hmm. you'll hear it first, firsthand. Yeah. We, so Anisio is our is our first vice first president, vice president of Alliance yep. on Aging. So, yep, and uh, people can sign up. We have a a, uh, a list serve, which is uh, not I don't know it's not too busy. Um, AAVL L at uh, acblists.org, Right, I, I mm-hmm. think that's right. Yes. And we do have plans for our, for the national convention. We're doing ten steps on Alzheimer's, getting to learn about Alzheimer's, and we're doing something with the new normal with um, Pam Shaw, which is a little bit about. And we're doing a lunch, which should be really good, and yeah. that's at the national convention. And beforehand, the Friday before, <laughs> we're doing trivia with the seniors and the next gen see who's smarter <laughs> so, see who see who knows each other's trivia questions better anyway yeah <laughs> so, those are just a, a few hand. things that we're doing for that okay mm-hmm. go ahead diane hey diane okay um well I, I'm on, on both Clubhouse and on my phone. I did have my hand raised in Clubhouse, but Brad apparently didn't see it. Anyway, um, I just wanted to I, to say that I studied um, in Spain back in the 70s, and I really enjoyed it, especially traveling through um, southern Spain. And... Um, just hearing you talk gave me a craving for potato tortillas. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, but not sangria. Oh, and sangria too. Absolutely, (laughs) It's a wonderful combination. The two, um, you know, kind of together anyway, I, uh, I, I think you've got a, a, you know, a good thing going there that you're, that you're willing to help people. You know, when they come over, when I when I went, of course, since I studied, I went through a school called um, Institute of European Studies and they knew I was coming 
And as a matter of fact, the head of the uh, Spanish program actually came and met me and uh, drove me to where I was living and everything, which I know they didn't do for any of the other folks probably that, that studied with me. But, um, you know, I, I, and I did use a, a library one time I needed to get a book, you know, that I didn't have, didn't know how I was going to get access to it. And, um, you know, I found out about a library and one of my classmates and I went over there and I um, was able to get this book that I needed. And it mm -hmm. was in, it, I don't know, I guess Spanish probably has a grade two braille. This was a, uh, like we see in, you know, Spanish literature here in the U.S., you know, so I was able to read it. And um, I was very impressed with how helpful they were. And I'm sorry I didn't find out about them a lot sooner than I did. Um, but anyway, I, I you know, and it, it, I, I just really enjoyed myself over there. It was a good experience. Great. Thanks, Diane. You, yeah, people are really friendly and really helpful. I think that's the thing. Maybe not in the big cities, but as soon as you go out into the countryside, all over Spain, people are really interested in finding out about you and helping you. It's just totally different. It's lovely. I've found that to be true in almost every country. You know, people yeah. talk, people complain about French people and, uh, you know, and they base that on going to Paris in August when everybody wants to not be in Paris. <laughs> and, no, uh, and, and and all the French hate the Parisians as well. So it's yeah, but, so as but as yeah, we lived in the in the Alsace region, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, I mean, people couldn't have been friendlier. Um, no, and, exactly. Uh, the, go in the countryside um, yeah. and meet people all over the world, and they're lovely everywhere. Yes. Yep. And, and I would agree. I, I've been retooling how I travel because as I lose vision, I used to, you know, I used to, try to, you know, I used to, I used to, you know, be able to see more and, and, you know, could, could see what was going on and see the landmarks mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Now that, you know, one uh, stone wall feels like another at this point. And um, <laughs> so I've had to retool how I, you know, what, what is it that I want to get out of travel? And I and Fiona is right. You know, it's it's getting out and meeting people, going to a bar or going to a restaurant and just, you know, talking to the people at the table next door and, and that kind of thing. It, it can be really, really fun. And, uh, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of people are friendly and, uh, you know, you, mm -hmm. you, you can uh, you can make your way and, and find really cool people and, and find really yeah. cool places by by just talking with people and finding out what they like. Okay, last chance for Clubhouse. Any any hands, Brian? I do not, I do not okay. have any. I keep checking constantly. Sorry if we missed you, Diane, <laughs> but your hand goes up. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Tori, so any hands? Nope, and we have about two minutes. Yeah, so okay. I was I was just gonna say again, Danette, thank Danette, thank you very much for taking you know for taking charge of this and and uh, really appreciate your putting the the effort into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to ask you know suggest to people if they have any questions about AAVL, 
uh, again, you know, getting on our, our uh, listserv or whatever, or donating or, or becoming a member, uh, just go to the website, aavl-blind-seniors.org. And um, Sandy Troiano, Rick's wife, um, mm-hmm. who, who you heard earlier, she does a great job of making sure that everything she, is current on, mm-hmm. the, on the website. So um, yeah. with that, Jeanette, do you have anything else to say? No, I don't. I want to thank everybody for coming and thank Tori and Brad for hosting and moderating Clubhouse. And yeah, and most thank you to Riona too for putting you on the spot and you did well. Thank you. Yeah, Fiona, thank you very much. And if anyone wants to pop me an email, I've got any questions, I'll answer what I can. (laughs) I'll try and find something. Okay. But yeah, everyone should be able to travel and enjoy. So. And that's the way, that's the way we grow. That's the way, you know, it just inspires us. So just mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They say, Thank uh, you. they say health is a, is a function of participation. So keep participating and you'll stay healthy, right? Exactly. Keep your brain <laughs> active, keep yourself active and your brain will stay young. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yeah.